The Bill 2 Media Podcast is sponsored by QualityFreightRate.com. Use the promo code BUILT2. Get 10% off your first shipment. Sign up is easy. QualityFreightRate.com. Hit that button. The Bill 2 Media Podcast. Why is the button sticky, Gunner? I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Dude, it's just what I do. Built 2. Gunner, Blake, and Zach. Yeah, I'm a girl boy. The Built 2 Media Podcast. The things you can do with a plum bob. Yeah. Let her have the toilet nearby. <laughs> a little bing bang, a little Bang bang. Well, bing bong. We created a drinking game. You know how many times I say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know how many times you say for sure? How many? So, I guess, like, a lot. Now, from the Liquid Nitro Studio, here's your host, Gunner Cummings. So, I guess, like, Blake Anderson. Well, y'all just did a bang up job. And Zach Todd. What is Todd? Do you, I hope uh, you listen. You got a lot of gas in your tank. Hit the button. Oh, welcome everybody. Episode 58, Bill 2 Media Podcast. I am your host, Blake Anderson, driver of the uh, 12X non-wing UMSSSSSS car. Kick-ass beef jerky on the side command. I am old Zach Whittles, driver of the 10Z UMSS non-wing sprint car, professional college kid, stereotypical college kid, and next to me is... Gunner Cummings, owner, operator, CFO, CEO, and COO of Thunder Hill Speedway. Camo! <laughs> we got a special guest. This yeah, we do have a special guest in the house today. Uh, a special co-host, shall I say. I, I'm Gunner Cummings. I love lamp. Oh. Lamp. Oh, it's Brick from <laughs> Anchorman. Uh, sorry, also known as the retired, not so retired. I once world's, was retired. Sometimes most okayest announcer. Yes, he uh, has the longest name in announcing history. Who is I, it? I now officially go by wannabe amateur podcaster Ben Brost. <laughs> ben Brost. <laughs> Come on with it. What were you telling us before we started this sucker? How many years? Twenty-five coming up. Perfect. 25 we're gonna hopefully get on the mic for i don't know six to ten shows this year something like that it's gonna be a lot of fun long i've been alive what 25 yeah. years long wow. i've been alive wow. how does that make you feel uh, i'm gonna go check into shady pines retirement home now <laughs> oh my god shady pines net up just up there in colfax there <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go to the friday night fish fry there once yeah you gotta get there get it's, a couple two tree old fashions quick and yeah uh, it's quite a tradition up here in wisconsin <laughs> you guys uh baked or deep fried kind I'm, of uh, i'm deep frying it mm-hmm. yeah uh, hey deep hey nope hey, oh, hold on let me finish this here now i did say deep fried but i'm gonna tell you one thing here once if it's it's a walleye. I gotta bake it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yep. Yep. You bake in the walleye. You're you, frying the cod. Yeah. You gotta you gotta fry the cod and you gotta bake the walleye. I bake my fresh cooked salmon out of the Great Lakes. Oh. You baked look it. You, look at you and your big brain. <laughs> Semi professional college kid. Stout does the uh, <laughs> brains. Oh, bake your brain. Yeah. Oh, basically. <laughs> Wait, are you baked right now? No. Oh. We don't do that. No, I don't. can't. You? No. no? <laughs> Negative. No one's admitting it if they are. <laughs> sure as hell ain't me. <laughs> I like my brain cells. I was the ones I got left. You're a racer. You you probably in your college you probably drank once or twice in your life. You kill, oh, probably yes. kill more brain cells. Methanol probably kills some brain cells too. That that true. Oh yeah, I've almost passed out fueling up the sprint car once yeah. or twice. Actually, no, fueling up cans. My mom was at the shop cans. this weekend. I'm like. Smell this. It was, I had the cap full. Okay, you should start off with 
what you want her, what you have in front of her. And yeah, said, smell this. Smell, oh. Hey, mom, smell oh, this. Methanol. And she's like, whoa. Yeah. She didn't get the whoo. <laughs> Burned her nose pretty bad. I think it's actually worse coming out of the pipes than it is like filling up the jugs. Oh, yeah. If you get a bad whiff out of the jug, oh, it yeah. can be bad. But Well, that's why I always say sprint car racing is so emotional because, you know, on engine fire, it's just like everyone's crying. I am I'm sitting in the staging like when it's cold, I'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why am I crying? And I'm like, oh, so yeah, we're, we burn, we burn methanol. <laughs> I'm so excited to get out there. Speedway. <laughs> Your car's been running for two hours. Why are you crying? <laughs> Anything else? Any good topics? You know, waiting for it to stop raining. Yeah. yeah. yeah no kidding. Well, the frost come out of the ground. No, that's good. It's raining sideways. It was hailing, but miles earlier. It was hailing. A little sleet here. But yay big. Oh, hey, Gunner, I was going to ask you. So what is the CEO, CFO, CCO, COO? Sounds like some title at NASA. It's basically for me to worry about and you not to. Oh, on a need-to-know basis. Wow, about blew my socks off with that one. Jeepers. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm to get completely this. honest. I don't okay. know what it is. So that's fine. It's kind of like, do you want your walleye baked or deep fried? Like, who cares, right? Exactly. But I'm getting the mac and cheese. Yeah, coleslaw. Oh, got to get slaw mm-hmm. with some pepper in there. I went down to uh, VFW the other day. Menominee. They took away all the all you can eat wings on Wednesday. What? Well, yeah. it's too expensive. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. National wing shortage. I didn't yeah, know chickens got COVID. That was like forty three thousand in Dunn County died. Really? Chickens. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> I thought it was like people from Gunner, are you disappointed? <laughs> so if chickens have COVID They're not laying eggs anymore? <laughs> It'd be a great time to bring an elephant to Dunn County. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one determined chicken yep. could solve this whole problem. The one guys. Still here. The the chicken from Family Guy. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I love that like five minute fight scene between the chicken and Peter. Which one? There's like eight of them. There was like a full episode about it. Yeah. That one was hilarious. They're all good. It's raining sideways. It's been a while, boys. A yeah, couple it weeks. It is. I want to start off by uh, by thanking some of these great sponsors that keep us rolling. I'm going to hit two of them right off the top. Zach. Okay. Is that okay? You were giving me the windshield washer motions. That, I didn't know if we were churning butter or if we were clearing rain. <clears throat> I'm turning ranch. Is it good? Like I'm good to go? Yeah. All right. We would like to thank some. Is that too far? Moving on. Yeah. Quit <laughs> giving me these signals. I have to react every time. Okay. Starting off. I told you when we started this, I'm at a higher level than you. Okay. Before we get into <laughs> our guest of uh, Hunter Van Gilder, we would we have some wonderful sponsors that we would like to thank oh, on the Built to Media it. podcast. <laughs> Pretty Paula's Junkie, Jody Cook. She's got some great nails over there. She's even going to give you a free nail file if you use our promo code, BUILT2. So check her out. Also, I'd like to thank Liquid Nitro Energy Drink. They got some pretty good products. Check them out. Kick-Ass Beef Jerky and Skocking Designs, SKD. Qualityfreightrate.com. Promo code BUILT2 for 10% off. Jiggy Signs and Graphics. Quality products all year long. Yeah, he I, does. Yeah, I texted Jiggy today. 
I had some questions about a sign. He didn't get back to me. I don't know what he's, he, well, it's the worst time of the year to be talking to any sign guy, especially That's in true. this business. Yeah. But one more sponsor coming on board for the 2022 season. Spot on. Merchant services, point of sale systems, payment processing, all things payment processing related. We got 400 different products and features. And you mentioned that you heard about Spot On on the Build 2 Media podcast. I will give you 20% off on your hardware, and I will give you one, to quote the Duke, Matt Ball himself, kick-ass deal in your payment processing. Jeez, 20%. Oh, Boys and girls. 20%. 20% of the time, or 100% of the time. Big. It's huge. Bring it on. Well, I've actually utilized that, too. I give what's called the racer discount. Anybody in the racing family that I know or, you know, that I get introduced to through that or whatever, they do get a discount. In fact, West Hill Bar in Chippewa are one of my clients, and I took care of them simply because racers take care of racers. Bottom line. 100% true. Yep. You can get 20% off with that 100% true statement. <laughs> get that bill to 20%. Thank you, Spot On, for coming on board. You bet. Ben Bros. All right. You got some more? Yeah, I got a couple more. I got uh, K1. Race gear by Ryan Bowers. Um, little note on the K1 race gear here quick. That's right. Suit's coming soon. <laughs> That's right. Suit is coming soon. That's right. It is designed. It is sent. It is getting built. It's got to get my fat ass measured, boys. J-Lo got to fit her booty in there. <laughs> I'd like to see this. Flick thighs. Oh, dude. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. Me and Scott King, like, we rock this design. Yeah. Yeah, this I need to see. It's That's big. Pretty cool. You know what he told me after we got this all done and I already had it sent out, like ready to go? <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. That's right on the on the belt thing. I'm like, no, you said it live on the podcast. It's done. Well, I can't do it. I don't think I want to do it. I'm like, no, scared. it's going on there. He's own like, it. own it, man. Like That's two true. days later, he's like, oh, I, I can't do That's right. I can't do it. I I'm like, say I can't do, but I said, like, I don't know about the that's right thing. So I just pressured him into it. He was scared. Mike pressures me into everything. I don't pressure you into <laughs> shit. <laughs> if you told me to drive to North Carolina, I probably would. <laughs> oh, let's put this theory into action. I want to see this. Yeah, let me know when. Yeah. <laughs> when are you going? Maybe not in the Yukon. <laughs> like, I'm flat broke. I can't even get out of Virginia right now. <laughs> race car costs too much money. <laughs> Tarvis Racing, Cammy and the Osho. Mm. Osho. The Osho it. Your Ow. suit's kind of repping their colors this year. It's true. Ooh. Little hint there. Well. That was actually the last time I saw you was the last time I saw uh, Cammy. Up to so, the UMSS up. Parte. Yeah. I saw you there, too. Ben, and I played 94 hours of pool. Yeah, you played a lot of pool that day. Yeah. Well, I won and that, zombie. Yeah, you did. Camo. It's, well, your lucky charm was there. Your wife. That's true. Not me. Well, <laughs> I mean, you kept feeding my wife's drinks, so therefore, ipso facto, I had to win. Cammy was helping out my wife with the drinks. Yep, Chad too. <laughs> Cammy was taking pictures of me that day because she. What is a late model guy doing at a sprint car event? Selfie city. <laughs> yeah, it's because I like to party. It's just what you do. I just mm -hmm. kicked the table. Last but not least, Thunder Hill Speedway. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know. What do they do? <laughs> Never heard of it. Dude, big things happening there. Huge. Practice is coming up. What's the dates? May 15th, May 29th. 15th and 29th. Uh, Bring them all. <laughs> practice for both days from noon to three carts and micros from three to six uh, sprint cars, late models, modifieds. Bring them out. B mods. Sure. A mods. Yep. 
Hornets. Limited late models. Yeah, hornets. Hornets, I'm not sure. No what. Hornets. Good. Tires are too dumb. Well, they're too skinny. <laughs> right. They just, they won't work. I, yeah. They'll F. Therefore dumb. It'll just, okay. Yes, we're going to call it good. <laughs> give me the, give me the signal. <laughs> just, just mm. should we get into our guest? Okay. So I just want to make this clear if anyone's listening and wondering. So we can do B mods, A mods, limited late models, and late models. Yep. No so supers. No supers. No streeters. I mean, I suppose you could, but. I don't know Probably if a streeter not. can make it around that okay. place. I mean, it's it's advertised as sprints, late models, and mods. So bring them out. Okay, so we'd the, like to. Uh, the official is wing sprints, non-wing sprints, A mods, B mods, late models. Right. And okay. my, what about my Chevy Yukon? If you're listening, shut up, Ted. <laughs> if you happen to be listening and have a midget that you want to bring up, and please do. Yeah, please do. But you know, other than that. I'm giving myself the signal on that. You stopped yourself? I had to. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's get on to our guest. Bill Bill 2 Media Podcast. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Recently featured on the Bill 2 Media Podcast. Me and him won 100 bucks at Ogilvy <laughs> the karaoke concert, but it was that Get Low by Little John. <laughs> <laughs> and I came up with the song. Oh, oh, I love Harry. 15 passenger van into Talladega at 95 miles an hour into turn three. <laughs> Boom. All of a sudden you're at a 45 degree yeah. angle, it felt like. And Phyllis is up there in the bucket seat, like hanging on. She goes, Cheesy, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I go, Hang on, Phyllis. <laughs> I would like him on my team. I think he'd be a very good introduction to the team of Jesse Gwens. Yes. Why do you have to ruin this? You not have the voice. Me and Blake talk? It's good. Gunner, he cannot do this. He shut down much success. Is it weird that whenever I hang out with certain people, I get made fun of all the time? (laughs) (laughs) I knew when I started talking, I'm like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> we should get right into our next guest. Time for this week's Built to Media Podcast special guest. This week's special guest, Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Mr. Hunter Van Gilder. Hunter, how are you? And this week's special guest, Hunter Van Gilder, how are you? Good, real good. What's going on, brother? Oh, not a whole lot. Just enjoying some brewskis. In a hotel room? Oh, you bet. What flavor is in your hand right now? Bush. Bush. Oh. <laughs> did it do that when yeah. you cracked it open? Did it do the shh? Oh, it did, too. <laughs> did you crack one open in the hallway and see how long it actually went shh for? I should have. Definitely. Can you do it while we're live on the on the on the thing here? Yeah, I'll need another one here shortly. <laughs> good man, good man. Well, Hunter, uh, we got Ben Bros up in the house. We got Gunner Cummings, Todd, Todd, also known as Zach Wittis, myself. We're uh, we want to know how things are, how things are going, where your life started, where racing started. Uh, Hunter, third yo. generation race car driver. Grandson of the legendary Butch Madsen. Been going to races since you were, what, three months old, probably? Yeah, two, three months old, I think I was, yeah. When was your first win? Oh, God, I don't even remember. 2013, my rookie year in a pure stock, opening night of Race Lake Speedway. Opening night. Boom. Where'd you start? Uh, Outside pole, I believe. I won the heat and feature that night. You parked it in a clean sweep your opening night. 
in a pure stock. Yes, wow. Sir. I didn't know that. Plus in 2013, yeah. so he had a pretty heavy field in 2013. Yeah, that's true. Jason Hovel. Yeah. Whatever, whatever Brown that was. Darwin Brown. Darwin. It was Darwin, I think. Nick Trainer, All the heavy hitters. Oh, so like no one that can drive a race car. <laughs> yeah, nobody that can. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not nobody. Just a bunch. <laughs> so did you start out on the pier stock or did you start out on a go-kart or something? Started go-karts when I was nine. Started ice racing when I was ten. Still do some of that ice racing, don't you? Yeah, once in a while if somebody isn't driving their car. Not real good at it anymore. <laughs> Didn't you uh, meet uh, the business end of a snowbank here the last time? <laughs> oh, yeah. I tried a slide job that I didn't know I was doing and got turned into a snowbank. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so what are these What are these cars that you race on the ice? I mean, are they, do they got studded tires? Is it just run what you brung? Pretty much just run what you brung, I guess. Peace. The one I drove this year didn't have hardly any seatbelt or a roll cage or anything so. you don't need that stuff on it come on just send it no god no <laughs> well in some of those they uh, i know i was at uh, jim simple's shop here about a month ago he's got like sprint car tires and he's got like 400 and some odd picks and some of his tires and stuff these guys like they go insane with that stuff it's like nine hours yeah. to prep one tire, one studded tire it's too much i think they take it way too serious I just get drunk and go drive the car. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like race, like ice racing. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> you go ice fishing afterward or before? Afterward. Well, I suppose, yeah. If you went before, I, went, you probably, you probably wouldn't be able to drive the car. Yeah, I probably wouldn't make it there. <laughs> <laughs> You're legendary 100 winner, couple-time track champion at Rice Lake Speedway. You've got one hell of a support mm. system. When I've been on the microphone at... Uh, up at Rice Lake, and you make a pass for ninth. Your army of fans go absolutely insane. You got some rabid, rabid fans for sure. Uh, your mom being one of them. Your mom, Candy. Uh, oh God, <laughs> she's a wild one. <laughs> well, I just enjoy the ham sandwiches that she feeds me before the show. That's awesome. Oh God, yeah, yeah. We those- don't go anywhere. <laughs> those are the best <laughs> so you've had a lot of feature wins you yeah i remember when after kyle runkle uh passed away and uh it was close to if not opening night or if it was it actually may have been his memorial not sure exactly which one it was but i know it was damn special because the whole uncle crew was there and you told me before the show you absolutely wanted that one and when you won it you came across the start finish line on your cool down lap and you rev the crap out of your engine. I don't think I've ever seen you more excited than that at that moment. Is that Jim Falls? No, it was at Race Lake. Race Lake. I don't know if I won it there or not. I finished second in that race, I don't know, three times. And then last year in Jim Falls when they had it there was the first time I won that. Yeah. That's I, when I came around on the after the checkered and spun the car out on the front straightaway and almost back it into the infield wall. I, I was on the mic for that one. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> one of the probably most memorable interviews I've ever had was with Hunter. And a couple of years ago, we sponsored him. And oh, God. <laughs> he already knows where it's going. <laughs> yeah, he does. He can so, feel it. <laughs> so I'm asking him, uh, you know, we go through a bunch of questions, whatever, and I say, all right, Hunter. Time to give a shout out to uh, your sponsors. I know you got a ton of them. Mind you, I'm standing right in front of them. There's 1,500 people in the stands. And he goes through all of his sponsors. I said, anybody else? Uh, 
uh, no. I'm like, I looked at him. I looked at him like, are you sure? <laughs> How did you feel in that moment, Hunter? I felt like shit, really. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, well, I got like 30 sponsors, and I'm trying to remember all of them. And the guy talking to me that sponsored me, I couldn't even remember his. <laughs> and we're literally, literally standing by the right front, right where, right where my <laughs> name was on your car. <laughs> right in that moment, I thought it was really funny. So I hope you didn't feel too bad about that deal, but uh, I thought it was hilarious. Like, dude, I'm right here. <laughs> I think that, I think that was the only you sponsored me. <laughs> it was. Now I'm out. <laughs> But That's okay. I don't blame you. Being the uh, grandson of a legend, what was it like leading up? I mean, 10 years old, racing ice cars, blah, blah, blah. What was it like leading up to those pier stock, you know, the first pier stock days? Well, I didn't really think it was going to happen. I was kind of a naughty kid when I was younger. <laughs> no, so, I don't believe that. Most of my family didn't even think I was, I don't know, what do you want to say, built for it or even do it and then we jumped out opening night in race lake and got a clean sweep and then everybody's like oh shit maybe he's pretty good at it <laughs> was it pretty cool i mean having your grandpa helping you and stuff like that i mean what did you oh, prior to yeah. even getting in the car what was it like just having him there helping you the training process i mean what would you yeah, say was he was so, telling you i was so nervous i'm like god i don't even know if i can do this grandpa. he's like just shut up and go drive it he goes, you've been racing go-karts and ice racing. He goes, it's no difference. It's dirt. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And then I go out there and run. I'm like, hmm, okay, maybe maybe this isn't so hard. <laughs> so being the grandson of Butch, did you feel any pressure being on the speedway? Oh, I still do. I still got some big shoes to fill. He's got, I don't know, fucking over 200 wins, and I'm only at like 30. So I got a long ways to go to reach grandpa, grandpa's level. How cool was it to have him drive your car in the Legends race, in the past Champions race at the Little Dream a couple of years ago? Oh, that was probably one of the biggest highlights ever. I've never seen, he pulled in after that race and he was grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> that, I gotta tell you, I, I never thought that I'd be able to call a race for Butch ever again and, and watching that happen. I went up to him, I uh, went down into the tech area and I went up to Butch. I'm like, dude, you still got it. What are you doing? He goes, yeah, I don't want to show up. Uh, I don't want to show up the kid too much. So uh, I think it's pretty well done. <laughs> but of yeah, course, say something like that. <laughs> well, the coolest thing about about uh, your family is uh, is that you know, like your grandma and grandpa. I call them grandma and grandpa, and countless other people up in up there in Rice Lake, they call them grandma and grandpa. Like, hey, you know, uh, I was told right away. Um, with with Butch, I said, "Hey, Butch." He goes, "How you doing, Ben? Good to see you." By the way, you can call me Grandpa. I'm like, "All right, we'll do." And uh, yeah, just well, you know, welcoming and passionate. My God, well, yeah. So people from Rice Lake are well, yeah. <laughs> wow, depends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if a bad call happens, you know, I mean, officials are human; they make mistakes. But if a bad call happens and it was obvious that a bad call was made and it was made on you. I, you know, where I normally stand in front of everybody, I go behind yeah. everyone because I'm afraid I'm going to get hit. But, uh, we but take that, it too well, I mean, it, it happens, but I tell you, 
it's good to see that passion, especially like with your siblings and stuff too. And a lot of your friends that they come there and they support you and they're, they're just rabid about it. You know, they get more than I do. I, I know, I know. I come down to the pits afterward. You got people arguing and stuff, and you know, you got you know your grand. I should your, be the one fighting, and I'm the one trying to break it up. Yeah, no kidding. Both your grandpas are like trying to choke people out and stuff. And yeah. although Butch is little, he is he's the man's got. I mean, there's strong, there's army strong, and then there's old man strong. Butch definitely has some old man strength to him. So does Dell. But <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna get my ass kicked by them if they ever listen to this. Uh, they don't even know what this is. So. <laughs> I didn't figure. They, <laughs> they, li- they listen to Moose Country. That's it. <laughs> Still have a flip phone? <laughs> yeah, they do too. <laughs> yeah, they do. But yeah, I'd come up to you and talk to you as you're, you're all, all your family and your fans are all arguing and pissed off. I walk up to you in the trailer, trailer and go, "How's it going, Hunter? Oh, good. Yeah, we got screwed tonight. Whatever, it happens. No big deal." I'm like. Yeah. We both look outside. As my family's out there fighting outside the trailer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have heard uh, Rice Lake and some people say Red Cedar have the uh, most vocal fans, I would say. I could definitely. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I've, I mean, had, I've had people come up to me and be like, God, are fans like this everywhere? Like a, somebody new come <laughs> into Red Cedar God, Rice Lake. And- <laughs> Rice Lake has fans fighting in the. In uh, the turn one grandstands, I swear every race. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Not to like totally change topics on you, but I did see a Facebook post recently, I guess. You're involved with uh, Keith Tourville and player player chassis, player motorsports. Uh, how'd you get hooked yeah. up with him? I don't know. Going racing with my grandpa, I don't know, when I was nine, ten years old, I always watched Keith and my grandpa race against each other. And Keith was pretty badass, I guess you could say. Still is. And that, yeah. yeah. And we got our first street stock. I raced that for like five years, and it was like driving a two-by-four around the track. <laughs> I'm like, boy, I need to step up my program here and get with the days. Grandpa wasn't big. I don't know. He wasn't real happy about it. Because 2020, when I got that car, we never won a race with it. He's like, boy, maybe we should buy your old car back. I'm like, no. I'll just do some homework over the winter with Keith. And we did, and... I don't know, I think has been badass ever since. Keith knows what he's doing. Yeah, you definitely came out swinging with that car in 21, that's for damn sure. I remember talking to uh, both your grandpas and your dad about your car, and they uh, wove a tapestry of curse words that still hangs yeah. over the Rice Lake Speedway to this day. <laughs> and uh, regarding your car, and when I asked you about it, like, just wait, it'll come around. And I'm like, all right, you bet. <laughs> Well, starting off 2021, you had two legendary opener wins. Yeah, they were probably, I'd say, in the top five of my win list. Cedar Lake always been my favorite. First time I ever raced the Streeter there is when I won the legendary 500, or 100. 500. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you for Thanks. as long as, uh, when you're in that car, in your car leading a race, you probably felt like it was a 500. You know, just we're looking for oh. that white and checkered to come out. <laughs> yeah. Hunter comes over to my house shortly after he won the legendary 100. Within 42 seconds, he's casting that race on my TV. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know my Wi-Fi password. How'd you do that? <laughs> like, I, oh, wow, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So he, the and I quote: "If I told you, I'd have to kill you." <laughs> Speaking of things that were both hilarious and a WTF moment, 
about five years ago when I got finally got use of a golf cart at Rice Lake Speedway. Oh boy, here it is. What would you do? What happened? Tell the story. Good. Well, me and Sean Amundsen wanted to go for a little joyride. Well, Ben was bullshitting, so we did. We just took it. You had about three and a half hours to burn. And we went up, and there's a big puddle down below the hill in Race Lake. They're going through the pits, and we're like, fuck it. Let's hit it. (laughs) (laughs) So we go wide open down the hill, and we hit that big puddle, and the co-cart just shit the bed. (laughs) 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 So we get out, and... Limp it back over to the trailer and park it for Ben to try and drive away. <laughs> That's one of those <laughs> Tommy Boy moments. Richard, what'd you do? <laughs> I sh- I have a picture of that somewhere. You two got you two hooligans pushing that thing, and I said I've waited twenty freaking years to get use of a go cart- golf cart at a racetrack, and. Forty two seconds after I get given the use of the golf cart, and the eighty four and the thirty steal it <laughs> and then wreck it. This is why we can't have nice things. So what happened to the golf cart then? That's go- about normal in the 30, though. Yeah, that is absolutely 100% true. The golf cart, I don't know. I don't know what happened because I drove it away. But uh, what I learned after I bought my golf cart is I always took the keys out, especially when I was around 84 and the 30. That's probably a good idea or anywhere. Just most racers in general, because especially uh, Nesbitt, when he found out that I had a golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. I'm surprised he's still not driving that thing. So, Hunter, you uh, for 2022, uh, you're do- you're going to do some traveling, as I understand it, huh? That's my plan. I don't know how well it's going to work, but oh, with work now and the fucking price of everything, that's true. It'll be pretty hard to travel around, but we'll probably race, try to race Menominee most Fridays or Jim Falls and <laughs> Race Lake. Now that I am allowed back there. <laughs> Sounds like we got a story to Do we tell. need to dive deeper yeah. there? Can we dive deep into this one? Um, I don't know. That's I mean, I guess I got banned, I guess, for the last half of 21 season <laughs> for some, I think, unnecessary reasons, but it was what it was. It's probably the best thing that could have happened for me last year. Because after that, we traveled around Jim Falls, Menominee, and all over, and Went on like a six race winning streak or whatever it was. Damn. Yeah, it was, it was a fun year traveling around, racing bigger race. That's a really, 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 really good mature way of looking at that, honestly. Yeah. And I mean, the proof is in the results too. Like you said, uh, through an unfortunate series of events that that weren't entirely your fault, you know. Uh, right. Then going to traveling and stuff and running down Jim Jim Town Red Cedar and uh, are you gonna go to Tomahawk this year a couple times or? Yeah, I plan on it. I don't really plan on racing anywhere full time or racing full time really at all. So we'll try to hit up new track. Definitely for all the year. Lit the fire under your ass once they said no more. <laughs> and, and that fire went back generations deep too. Oh yeah. Let me I'm tell sure you. It did. It I mean, we got the first part of the story here, so I'm <laughs> sure grandpa and everybody were ripping. It reignited, I would consider a <laughs> generations old rivalry, wouldn't you say that, Hunter? Almost oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, talking to talking oh, to grandpa God. after that deal and it was like he went back. 40 years, you know, he, he did the yeah. Benjamin Button thing and reverse aged himself. It was pretty <laughs> awesome to just to see that. Our live broadcast here before uh, we recorded, Rob Erickson has a question for you. 
Why the pink oh, car slash numbers? Pink car slash numbers. Well, well, it's kind of like a purple, but. Oh, last year? Yeah. I don't know. It's like being different than everybody else. I've never had the same color car or anything. That's pretty much it, I guess. But the pink numbers and everything, I don't know, a few years back, because my Uncle Todd had pink all the time, and blue and pink just looked cool together. So that's what I went with. Another question from yeah. Rob. Uh, who do you think is the toughest guy to pass? Oh, God. Ben Bros. <laughs> On a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, oh, man. Probably Adam Soltis. He, mm. He's definitely one that likes to use up the whole track. Yeah, Soltis, he, Soltis does one of sweeping lines, like you say. Yeah, whether he's in 10th or first or last. Uh, <laughs> oh man hilarious. you should have seen the looks on our faces when when you said that <laughs> that's awesome uh you had i've called some pretty epic battles with you and and jim randall uh nick trainer travis low uh and the occasional battle with uh 37 and 7 ace simon wallstrom <laughs> i've been a lot of fun i've seen you go three wide for two laps before and when you get in situations like that, knowing that you have the car control that you have, you got to be just thinking, you know, I'm just going to send it and hope to hope to God that these guys don't think eight wheels are better than four, I would imagine, huh? Yeah, pretty much. You just got to kind of have some trust in the guys you're racing against. Hopefully you don't all go into turn one or turn three and pile them up, I guess. I mean, you've won some pretty big races, but what's one race that you want to win that you haven't won yet? I think anyone could say that. The little dream race. That's one I for sure want to get under my belt. If I ever won that, I'd probably just retire. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I think that I've won pretty much about everything that I've set out to win anyway. Besides that. Are you going to race the little dream this year? Yes, most definitely. As long as I'm a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say is the uh, toughest challenge in that race to get that win? Just getting through the heat races, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, you go pull out for a heat race and everybody acts like it's a big race at the end of the night. Your car gets, well, I guess last year was like a demo derby, really. So I was glad I wasn't in part of that. But heat races, you pull in with more dents than you do the feature normally. <laughs> What's the mental game on that? Because, I mean, just even when we talked to Parker last year, it was right after he went on his huge winning streak. So he should have had more. <laughs> I mean, to me, he should have had more momentum going into that little dream than anyone else there. Right. And I think mentally it would be the hardest for me to prepare for just because it's only the cars that I'd be racing. And the money, you don't know how much it's going to be, but you know it's going to be a lot. So what is the mental preparation for that? Now that I've been racing now 10 years, I just kind of go in there and treat it just like it's another race. Hopefully I don't get totaled out in the heat race or beat feature or anything like that. That attitude has changed for you in the last couple of years then, because I can remember four or five years ago, you were shitting tack hammers before the, (laughs) when you you got there and you self-admitted, you know, you admitted that. And I remember Sam Fankhauser came up to you and said, (laughs) said, Hunter, it's just another race. Just another race. I would consider you got to work pretty hard to be pretty calm going into that event, knowing what's at stake. Gotta be conservative and, Try to keep your equipment clean and try to make a big show, really. And if you don't, it, well, I guess it is what it is. But what really sucks is when you do make the show and you pull it on the track and then they come over the race fever and tell you how much we're racing for. And then everybody just loses their marbles. Oh, I feel like that's the worst they could do. Oh, it is. 
<laughs> you should be. Why would you tell? Yeah, just don't tell anybody, and then go <laughs> out and race. How will they know? <laughs> They're gonna know. <laughs> so if you win that twenty-five grand or whatever it's been paying lately, how much is that going towards beer? Uh, I might buy a few cases. <laughs> I was gonna say twenty-four thousand nine hundred ninety-six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> give me a pallet, please. Yeah. <laughs> just go up to Stump Lake Liquor and uh, give me some Bush Light, please. How much? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, my family would be happy. Oh my God! <laughs> about, about the bush light, not winning. Yeah, right. They, yeah, they'd be, they'd be all right. Cool with you winning, but all that bush light. Good lord, especially like going into Labor Day weekend. There, I'd probably be drunk for about two weeks. <laughs> Who is the most influential racer that uh, you would consider to be your top outside of your family of racers, outside of your grandpa, outside of your uncle Todd? Who would be the one that you would consider to be the most influential in your racing career? I'd probably have to go with like Keith Tourville or Jesse Glenn. They're just all around humble guys and just go out there and it is what it is attitude. Yes. Totally From what agree. I know. Sorry. If we pause, it's not because of you. It's just we're throwing hand signals around here. <laughs> and all four of us have different hand signals for stuff. So. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, pretty much mess. But uh, we'll get through it. So last year, Battle by the Bay, you say was one of your biggest paydays. Uh, tell us a little bit about that race. Well, I wasn't even going to go, honestly. And my wife was working. I think she worked till like 1230. And I still had to change gears and do tire work. And I'm like, God, should we even go? She's like, I don't, I don't care. Do what you want. So I was like, screw it. I went out in the garage, changed gears, did all the tire work and loaded the car up and i think it was like 2 30 i'm like you want to go she's like sure so we packed the kids up and we went up there and my pit guy rufus showed up i'm like guy i think we're just up here for the hell of it just to have fun i said i don't think i have the right gears in because everybody with an open motor is running 650s or concepts are running like 620s and i got an open motor running 633s i'm like well i guess we'll see what happens so we went out there and got third in the heat and then started fifth in the feature and took the lead on lap five and never seen another soul. You can't beat that. <laughs> I remember that deal. I think I talked to you the day before or something. I asked you, you were going to go. You're like, nah, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe. Might just sit at home and drink beer. I don't know. Then you go up there and <laughs> yeah. you, you go up there and you park it. Hunter, a couple of years ago, you uh, you, you uh, tried your hand at uh, Superstock Racing. Uh, you had a car owner for that deal. And uh, uh, kind of a one one year and done type thing for that. Do you ever have any designs of moving up from the street stock class full time, or is street stocks your home? I don't know. I think they're kind of my home. Pretty, I don't know. I guess you couldn't say cheap, but reasonable. And with the time I don't have with work and having a family and stuff, just, I don't think I have time to learn. I don't know, like a B mod or super stock, all them setups and stuff. So. Just pretty content with what I got. Sounds like an excuse. <laughs> yeah. I think we still got to do that seat swap with the sprint car, though. Agreed. If time and money yeah. weren't an issue, what would you do? Probably go B-Mod racing. Really? I've always, oh, yeah, I've always wanted to drive an open wheel. So why but, not A-Mod? God, I don't know, I guess. Ben has the weird smell look on his face right now. Yeah, man. Fenders for life. What the hell? Going B-Mod racing? What's wrong with the modified, Ben? There's no, open wheels, Ben. Not enough fenders. <laughs> the inside. Uh, I, de- I definitely like the right front fender. <laughs> I still think Hunter would be good in a non-wing car. We'll make it work. There's enough 
Arrive and drive. Arrive and drive, Hunter. Show up. We'll I'll see if Spot On will sponsor your uh, 10 laps in a non-wing sprint car. It'd be free. My car. Yep. He could have just made some money. Out of <laughs> wow. <laughs> you shot yourself Bad in the business. foot. Gosh. <laughs> Blake's, Blake's trying to get you. <laughs> Trying to pay for tires. Wow, <laughs> you need to go back. I think you need to go back to college, there, son. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, he missed marketing this week. <laughs> so that's your that's your honest honest. If time and money wouldn't matter, B mods. Yeah, I guess either one, mod or B mod. I just want to drive an open wheel. I guess I don't necessarily necessarily want to own one. I just kind of want to drive one. We'll make the sprint car thing work. Hunter, well, at least get him in one. Yeah, <clears throat> Hunter, you got the ultimate car control capability. You could, I could see you in a in a sprint car very easily. I mean, your driving style is as such to where you don't use up the entire racetrack, but you definitely go where maybe the groove isn't, and you make your own. And that's what makes you the most exciting. In my mind, one of the most exciting street stock guys to watch. So that was really the basis of my question because mm-hmm. if you do move up. And wherever you go, I mean, you, I I could definitely see you as like a driving style of like a Paul Hartlestead or a Craig Thatcher oh, or something sure. like that. You know, in my mind, you're you're uh, up there pretty damn close to car control and street stock at Kurt Myers. Yeah, I want to see this. I want to uh, make this happen. Apparently, you get a ride in a sprint car, 10 laps, arrive and drive for nothing. Yep. Because uh, old Zach over there shot himself in the foot <laughs> trying to get you. A, Blake was trying to get you a sponsorship deal. And <laughs> and uh, nope, not yeah. today. So I, said, I don't know if I could even drive one of those. Yep. Now you're lying to yourself. You'll fend the sea. <laughs> You'll get it. If you keep saying, I don't know, then it might not happen. I- I can drive one of those. There. 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 (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So before we get into a couple two-minute questions here, uh, what does officially 2022 look like? I know we went over it lightly. Just tell us where people can find you in 2022. Uh, Most definitely race Blake a few times, I guess. I can't really say where I'm going to be because I'm going to hopefully travel around, but mostly race Blake and Menominee probably. I kind of want to race. For state points, possibly. Well, hopefully you take care of that. I think you got the the gumption it's, to do her. It's my tenth year, so I kind of want to do something cool. Uh, what is the one race you want to win in twenty twenty two? Little dream race. I think I got the car to do oh. it. I think I think we had the car to do it last year. We just unfortunate circumstances where I couldn't be there. Let's move <laughs> into some two minute questions, Hunter. Do you, have you have you listened to the podcast? I have. All right. So, how wild do you want us to get here? Up to you. Okay. It don't matter. Like wild. Sounds like a full send to me, boys. Yeah. Full send. Okay. If uh, I'm going to go first, if a bald eagle was given to you, would you put it in a form and mount it on your mantelpiece? Most definitely. Have you ever gotten a bar fight? Yeah. Any explanation needed, or we're moving on? Alcohol, really. <laughs> who who <laughs> won? Right. Who won? Uh, me. Uh, it was me and my dad, so me and my dad won. <laughs> ah, team. Team player. Camo. I guess it's not really a question, but name What? <laughs> what? It's a it's a statement. Oh. I'm I sorry. Name three things that are on your nightstand. Uh nothing, nothing and nothing, because I don't have a nightstand. <laughs> what? <laughs> not even at home? No, the bed is pushed up against the wall. My wife has a nightstand. I sleep against the cold wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 
<laughs> I guarantee you when Allie listens to this, she's going to be like, Jesus, Hunter. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Ben? Hunter, why do you think that manholes, why do you think they're round? What type of context is that taken in? Manholes they, round? They, I just Googled stupid questions to ask, <laughs> and this is what I came up with, because I didn't have any material going into this deal, because I just found about it earlier. God, I can't even answer that one. I, I have no idea. Can I answer that one? Mine's wrinkly. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kidding. What's wrinkly? I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm, I, I'm are you trying. thinking of a different manhole? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's like some dirty question. <laughs> no. Manhole. Exactly. Like, you're the only in one. Street. Yeah, you're the only <laughs> one that went straight to penis again. Wow. What? <laughs> How many There's speeding going. tickets do you have? <laughs> You just you just skip Blake. No, you, you, you skip me. We got to move on. Man with the wrinkly. <laughs> Hunter, you better crack another beer. Shit's getting weird. Oh uh, yeah. Do you have another beer? Can you crack it? We need to break this up. Oh yeah. my. One. Oh. Bush. Bush. <laughs> All right, Hunter. If you were in the presence of Chuck Norris, what was the first thing that would come to your mind to say to him? You guys got me stumped. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, what's the first question you would ask him? Yeah, I, I don't even know. Probably have to be, <laughs> are you Chuck Norris? I yeah. I would actually yeah. ask him if he eats his hot dogs from the end or if it's the middle out. <laughs> well, just to find out the correct way to eat a hot dog. <laughs> correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Zach, go ahead. <laughs> If Chuck Norris did, it's the right way. Yeah, if Chuck Norris does it, it's the right way. <laughs> wow. You guys are really something. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I've been waiting for that all night, Hunter. <laughs> hey, Hunter, I got a question for you. What famous celebrity would you want to punch in the face? Probably The Rock. Whoa. <laughs> nope. Probably break your fist. No, thanks. You just sit there and laugh. That's true. It's true. How many could you reach him? He's like six six. I could reach. I've seen it. <laughs> How many speeding tickets do you got? Boy, I think I have probably about six of them. Wow. What's the most points that, you that lost? That was before I had kids, though. I take her easy now. What's the first thing you look for when you open up the fridge? Bush light. <laughs> <laughs> Should have known. My turn? I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead, Zach. I'll ask the last question. Favorite beer besides Bushlight? Probably Pat Blue Ribbon. Oh, Ooh. thank you! Wow, my man, man after my own heart. I like yep. that. Uh, if you could eliminate one rule in racing, what would it be? I don't know. I have a love hate relationship with the no fault rule. Oh, yeah, that is a really tough one because it's like you're kind of screwed either way. Correct. I mean, it can go in your favor, but then again, it can't. Right, hotter. What was the first vehicle you ever did a burnout in? God, I don't even know. How about the most recent? That's not your race oh, car. My, the Silver Shove. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> one wheel wonder. Oh, Zach's got one more. What is your dream car? Like a daily driver or a race car? Yeah, like a daily driver. Say like a 1984 Monte Carlo. Oh. My grandma used to have one of those. What color? She had two of them. I think the one was white and red, and the other one was white and blue, I believe. Mm, nice. Pretty cars. This is a little bit of a long one here. 
Oh. Okay. Let me paint the picture here for you. <laughs> okay. Buckle in, Hunter. Come on, Bob. Tight, tighten your shoulder straps down. Here we go. Let's go, Bob Ross. All right. You're at Cedar Lake Speedway, let's say. It's a beautiful night. Sunny Saturday night. You're sitting in second here. You're, uh, you know, I don't know, five grand to win, let's say. And sitting in second, you follow the leader in one and two, and you're coming into three and four. You, you're going to have to pull a dirty slider to win. Who do you hope you wreck? Uh, boy. Ooh, fighting <laughs> words here. Hopefully neither one of us, I guess. I just hope I can just get the other guy out of the <sighs> road. I go on to win. I feel like we dodged that question, though. Yeah, that was the cleanest. <laughs> cleanest. Wow. That was, that was way too PC. <laughs> I'm going to modify that question, and I'm going to say this. Hunter, if you're in that same position, but Butch is in front of you, <laughs> would you throw a dirty slider at him? Most definitely. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, he'd do it back to you. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> he'd be the first one to do it to me. <laughs> we, we, we don't go out there to get second. <laughs> that's true. Hunter, final question. I got some. I got a couple more. You got more questions? Um, Sorry. All right. What shoe you put on first, I guess? <laughs> Jesus. The driver shoe. The gas pedal shoe. Most people would call that the right foot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I call it the throttle foot. Oh. Gas foot, brake foot. Right. If you got black flagged, what would it be for? Probably driving through somebody under caution because that happened once upon a time. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to name names, but would that person be the one that you'd wreck? You'd pull the dirty slider on? Most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Okay, my last uh, two-minute question here. They're totally random, but uh, would you rather drink curdled milk or eat the McDonald's fry that's been under your car seat for the last five years? Boy, both made me want to puke on both of those. <laughs> Jesus, that's brutal. Can I warm the fry up? No, no, it's got to be cold. Yep, you yeah. can have ketchup though that's left over next to the fry. <laughs> Is that five years old? That might be dried up. It was a big puddle though, it's still wet. Let's say <laughs> the, fry. the fry, yep, fry with ketchup. I feel like McDonald's fries after five years just turn into them little potato chips in a can. Oh, I've yeah. seen a TikTok of a guy who put a fry under the table and it went came back two years later and the fry was they looked the same. That's horrible. <laughs> oh my god, you just ruined McDonald's fry fries for me. Anybody else got any two minutes before we go here? I'm out. All right, Hunter, what are you built to do? Go racing. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right, Hunter. It's been fun. It's been real. And it's definitely been real fun. So we're gonna let you go. Good luck in twenty twenty two. Appreciate you coming on and enjoying a little time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good luck to you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Hunter. You bet. Have a good night. You too. You See ya. Hunter Van Gilder on the Bill 2 Media Podcast. So I, I got to do better. You want to try again? Hunter, Hunter Van, Van Gilder, Gilder on the Bill 2 Media Podcast. Epic. Oh, wow. That was epic. good. Wow. That was <laughs> good, that. boys. That sounded that really good. good. That was a first try, guys, too. Yeah. That was awesome. All right, let's move into some bullshit. Come on. <laughs> Think of your body as a car. It needs energy. Liquid Nitro is that energy. Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks. Its pack is 
superfoods and five B vitamins that'll give you clean energy for those moments when you need that boost. You want it to last without the crash and you want it to taste good. Pour some nitro into your tank. Liquid nitro. Energy drinks. Welcome to the world of real energy. Noble. Get it at dukesuperstore.com. Time for a pit stop. Copy. Boys gotta refuel. A section called the shit show instead of the news. No. You're done. You're done. I guess you could say it's kind of a racing round table. Do you think we should call the news section just us screwing around at the end? It's not screwing around, though. We have a lot of good topics to talk about yet. Copy. Three, two, one, news. So we're just going to stop that. Okay. All right. We're all, let's get it all back together. Here's Blake, Gunner, and Zach. We got her bunged up, okay? Bung. Copy. Uh, that was good. That was good, boys. I love how mad you get. In- <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, like, I'm not even mad at all. We're not going to do that. <laughs> so we're just going to come back over here. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Good to good to talk to Hunter. Yeah, he did really good. Yeah. He was a little nervous when I messaged him. I'm like, dude, you're going to do just fine. He honestly told all of us that he was going to suck. And yeah, he and did he didn't really suck, good. So. Yeah. That's a win in it's, my book. Yeah, it is a win. I mean... All right, Ben. How was it? Did you enjoy it? Oh come, yeah. You gonna bet. come back? You gonna you gonna come back and hang? Or yeah, absolutely. Just leave your mic here. We'll be we'll be back next week. You're not letting me take my baby. <laughs> Actually, if it's next week, I I could. Depends on who you're interviewing, though. I don't know if I could bring any value to it. Oh, you could bring value. I think you can bring value to everything. Oh, <laughs> isn't that cute? Gee, <laughs> thanks. It's only because you shaved your beard really nice. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, speaking of this, I don't know if this will make the podcast or not. It will because you were recording. We're recording right yeah, now. It's still red. The 2022 Thunder Hill Speedway promotional poster that I've been issued by Chairman, CEO, CFO, COO, CIO, <laughs> CPO, which is Chief Promotions Officer, uh, Gunner Cummings, in the, in the bottom left-hand corner of it. It is the opposite of your car on there, Blake. Yep. Cam Bam. The hell. Cam Schaefer. Yeah. He's been to Thunder Hill one time. Not to impugn anything about Cam, you know. Hey, he brought it up, man. I, yeah, I, I mean, tried to get it out of the way right away, but it was actually our uh, C M O. Wait, it was actually C O M O, Chief Operator of Marketing Operations. C O M O, yeah, the Como, your, your Como, <laughs> uh, Chief Operator of Marketing Operations said, uh, "Blake's out." It's fine. I. It's a good looking poster. I actually think Cam looks really good on there. The best part about this picture, though, like Cam being down here in the corner, is you still can't see his helmet because he's so short. Well, yeah, we already know that. <laughs> right. I feel like you guys actually made his car shorter just to explain his personality. A midget. Well, I don't, are I we too hard on Cam? No. Like, just trying to. But like Rowdy, <laughs> like Rowdy sponsoring, and I, I mean, I. Okay, we're done. <laughs> you're done. You're, you're, done. you're, you're done. done. You're done. Uh, let's just talk about the super late model races. Super late models? I don't know. I was very disappointed with the the crowd, to be honest. Yeah. I was, uh, I was thinking there'd be a bigger presence because there was no rain, no issues with weather this year. I thought maybe they'd fill her back up. But I also will say that the promotion of Bristol this year was good. Was not good. No. Eh. I didn't see I one agree. thing about Bristol races. I didn't even until notice until Bristol was racing. The uh, 
biggest thing I saw people complaining about was the prices to get into the pits. I think I saw a comment was like $800 to get into the pit area for a family of four. That's outrageous. Yeah. For the week? Or it for was so night? there's the pit area and then there's like the pit inside of the speedway, like in the bowl. So you can mm-hmm. actually that watch was, a race. That was like, yeah, 800 bucks. But again, for the week or for one night? It was for, I think it was for two days. I think. Don't quote me on that. For a family it was a four, so absolutely ton of money. So 100 bucks a day? Yeah. For was, all pit pass? Yeah. What was the uh, driver fee? It was a lot, too. I don't remember, but it was a lot of money to go to Bristol. I think they overpaid the late models, to be honest. I really do. So I did a little bit of math, and just based off of it, the payout I discussed was a million bucks. So it had to have been close. Mm-hmm. They paid, what, 50 grand every night? Yep. It, you'd had a set forty bucks a month for that XR. You'd had a sole like thirty thousand, uh, pay like a uh, subscription. Thirty thousand subscriptions just to pay that payout. Oof, they got to be up there. It's got to, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what the numbers are, honestly, because they're broadcasting a lot of different a lot. stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, they got stuff around here, and and uh, Barry Braun does the Northern Nationals up in Superior every year, and yeah, they're all over the place. One oh, thing that. Yeah. One thing that kind of bugs me. But just for that race, they would have this. Just third. for that race? Correct. Like, just to pay that event per month, they would have had. I was this, I was a guesstimation, really. You know, a million that, bucks to pay everything. But that's not that accurate with pit passes. and No. Yeah, I don't know. How to cover the purse. It regardless, regardless. I still think it was lot. too big of a purse for the late models. Not to uh, do some more marketing for Thunder Hill, but I will say that I... I didn't watch much of the racing, to be honest, but I'm a short track guy. Mm-hmm. More well, action. My thought is that you look, I watched the races from last year, a little bit of prep that the late models and all the other cars, they have so much traction that they can't get off the bottom of the track and they're not going fast enough to where they have to move. Even though those super late models are barreling in there like 130, they just don't have to get off the bottom. I think the sprint cars will make a good show because they're going so fast and they're so light that they're not going to be so like stuck to that bottom of the racetrack. But yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a pass. I don't know if even know if there's a pass for lead in those tracks, honestly. Did you get to see Ashton Winger's nice little scuffle in the infield? Yeah. That was I good forgot stuff. There was a guy. fight? Yeah. yeah. Who was the, it, it was, was a good a, one, too. Really? Yeah. It was, it was an older gentleman. Yes. An older fella. An older gentleman. <laughs> yeah, but it was like always a background camera, like. 15 people away from the fight every mm-hmm. angle i seen was like at least 15 to 20 people away type of view oh but it was a good fight you know you compare a track half like bristol half mile and then you go to knoxville you know i've watched fat tires at bristol not live but or not in person but watch them on tv and i watch knoxville in person several times yep speeds are similar correct yeah. but the angle of the degree of ankle coming into the corner at Knoxville, you're right, significantly lower than where it's at Brist- than at Bristol. And actually, that makes a world of sense. You know, that they can't get off the bottom that way. Oh, mm-hmm. those, it's just bonkers how much those cars are tractioned up. Well, yeah, yeah. And especially yeah. over the last three years, they've really oh. been burying the right rear on those on, on the late models. Yep. Like a ton more than what. Yeah. A lot of camber. Right yeah, front. yeah. And, I mean, you lean so, I mean, when I was pitting for Nesbitt, the right, the left rear was actually the most important tire on the car. Yeah. And now. That's a dig tire. Come on. Yep, exactly. And now 
I'd say 40% right rear, but 60% right front because he leaned so hard up there on that right front. Makes sense when they come in, they're going so fast, they plant that hard. They probably can't move up the racetrack. Yeah, I watched the Hunt the Front video from Bristol because they were up there in the first practice session. They almost, just, they they were in that right front so hard that the fender, like, dug, a, like, it destroyed the right front tire because the fender was, like, in it so hard. I believe that it is crazy. crazy. So they were extending the boundaries of what the well, right they just front didn't have should a, do. Yeah, stiff enough shock in the right front, I think, is what their problem was. But Copy. still crazy. Could imagine. That's weird, though. Like looking at an overhead view of Bristol, and then for me personally, thinking of Arlington as a half mile where I started racing wing cars, mm-hmm. doesn't even look close. No, I, that's a bucket list track, though, Bristol. Oh my god. Oh, I thought you were going to say Arlington. No. Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> you want to race there? Not race, just to go. Yeah. It's a, they call it a Coliseum for a reason. I still agree with most NASCAR guys and don't think that NASCAR should race there. No. I still think NASCAR should be at Eldora or it would it'd be a somewhere along those lines. Yeah. If you're going to race a dirt track, bring them to a dirt track. Exactly. And but, well, yeah. Eldora can handle 30,000 people, too. And so. NASCAR cars shouldn't get dirty with dirt. No. No, no, they're not too pretty. No, correct. When you can, you know, when they could. Remember the prelude to the dream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was my favorite. I love that. Kyle Larson's bringing it back. Yeah. Is he? Kyle's, yeah. He's All right. trying to. He just needs to make a date work with. So, obviously, to get the car owners to he only know, got, get together. Yeah, he only got one, one other NASCAR guy besides himself to be able to race this year so is he driving rumley's car then i would imagine of for course, yes yeah the uh I, I liked it because it was racers from all different backgrounds mm-hmm, right. you know like watching cruz pedregon yeah, <laughs> he has a huge he loves dirt racing well trying to watch him like turn yeah was <laughs> yeah. hilarious <laughs> and uh you know just the whole you know the the charity event behind it and all that stuff i thought it was really cool and I believe Kyle Bush actually back then drove Scott Bloomquist's dream car. Like it wasn't a backup or anything. There was a couple yeah, guys that no, were like that. No, they drove the actual car. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a backup or anything. Right. And and uh, I remember one of those guys saying, I don't know what the hell I'm doing driving this thing. Like, that guy's got to go do this for a living, and I've got $3 million of sponsors backing me. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to see. I've been saying this basically since February, February 19th, 2001, the day that, <laughs> you know, day after NASCAR died, in my opinion. Today, and especially now in today's world, our intention spans have gotten so little. Mm-hmm. You, know, you think about the Snapchat, TikTok, we're all trained for three-minute videos now. So we got to be constantly entertained. The reason why I don't watch NASCAR anymore, maybe it's boring. Yeah. It is unbelievably boring. I mean, you watch the first 10 laps and the last 10 laps of the Daytona 500. I don't even know if I make it that far. So some diversification there, I think, would be great. And it's not as if these race teams can't afford to buy a late model and put it together, for crying out loud. Well, I think, too, it it just helps grow everything. It You know, it brings dirt people to NASCAR, brings NASCAR people to dirt racing. It brings, say, an IndyCar driver to dirt racing. Like, Santino Ferrucci was an IndyCar guy. He's racing Chili Bowl. Like, it's going to bring in, even if it's 100 people to midget racing, it's still 100 people that you're bringing into it to come watch. Yes. That's a bucket list for me is the chili bowl. Yeah. You got for it. You sure. need to. Yeah. yeah. For yeah, that that for sure. We'll go with you. Okay. It'll be fun. Done. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. I'm, I would go I wanna go. Like, yeah, I wanna go. We gotta go with Mike Mueller though. <laughs> God, <I'd> die. <laughs> like you don't even have tickets on your way down. You just stop at the casino. 
take a little break, go down, walk the sidewalks, grab some tickets, head on in. Nothing wrong with that. That sounds no. like a good time. Yes. <laughs> it's the best of times. <laughs> Just make sure you book a hotel in advance. Yeah. Oh, boy. So the prelude that Kyle's doing, quote, unquote, yeah. it's not really a... It's going to be halfway between, I think, isn't it halfway between Eldora and Bristol? So that way... It's like 45 minutes out of Bristol. That way the Bristol people can go watch it, and it's really close. I think it's at Volunteer, isn't it? I think. That's where it's at, I think. Sure. (laughs) Sounds good. I don't know. You should do some research on that. I'm pretty sure it's at Volunteer. Todd started a uh, Twitter account. Yep. Why? Built two on Twitter. Oh, nice. We that makes got, sense. We I got, thought it was just his own personal one. No, no he's got one of those. Oh, okay. You get him on a Twitter go. Uh-oh. Here it, it comes. Stop, dude. It <laughs> won't <laughs> stop. <laughs> Tell me it's the best way to get racing information. What what were you looking at? Oh, the LA Coliseum. Ask him a question about it. <laughs> I don't remember. Ask much. him any question about it. I can tell LA you how many car. people watched the NASCAR Cup race in Martinsville this last weekend. How many? One point eight million. Why do you that's know actually that? a lot. That's a lot. Not really compared to their glory yeah, days. But still, well, that's, yeah. No, um, their last race was like four and a half, but it's on Fox. This is on Fox Sports One. Did I read somewhere that they're doing testing with all electric cars now in NASCAR? No, they're. I hope not. So they're. I can actually answer that question. They're bringing in, so it's it's this thing called <laughs> I, Curs. I they, like you. They keep the V eight, but then they have energy recover. Like they create, they have generators on the brakes, basically that create. More power. More power is good. Yeah. So you're not taking away the V8, which obviously they can't. If they would, the sport will die faster than ever, in my opinion. Yeah. But they'll have more power, which I'm not opposed because they need more power right now anyways. Yeah, they do. They actually look slow on TV. Yeah. Which they're well, probably not real that life, slow. They all ass in real life. But. Yeah. Well, right. Well, it's yeah. just like F1 or whatever. It's They're going 212 miles an hour, and it's just like, well, Yeah, it's... They're kind of moving. Blame it on HD. Yeah. And then you zoom out a long ways and it's like, oh, flash of red, flash of blue. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the uh, uh, documentary on the day, the last uh, Daytona 500, the Richard Petty one. And there's some pretty cool angles there where back in the day, those cars at Daytona, they were going 220, 225. Yeah. Stupid dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid dangerous. And like no containment seats, yeah. open faced helmets. You're and, talking like the eighties? Yeah. Watch it. It's on YouTube. It's actually really interesting. It's pretty cool. And uh it's <clears throat> it's amazing just how fast those cars were going even back then. Like you see Air Force One, there's one angle where it's Richard Petty going down the backstretch and Air Force One with Ronald Reagan and it landing, and they're like going the same speed. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You know, it's wild. Yeah. It, yeah. And so one of the concerns is like nowadays at Bristol or wherever, I mean, safety is obviously really important, but at what point do you draw the line? I mean, I don't think they have the Springfield mile race anymore. No. Um, and then there was one race in Georgia that was a three quarter mile or a half mile, but they would go flying around that track. Yeah. You know, these late models, I would consider sprint cars too. But they can't handle those speeds. No. You know, you got to, at what point do you, I don't even know if you say sacrifice speed, but, sacrifice speed for entertainment value you know what i mean yeah i think wayne johnson for bristol he built his all of he converted everything to steel just no nothing fell, well, fell how apart. many wings blew apart at bristol first last year They're on the spring car. just blew apart it makes sense wings ever blow apart at knoxville nah. i mean i know cars go flying out on the street at knoxville but yeah <laughs> you know 
Charlotte's uh, kind of a biscuit there every now and then. <laughs> Joey's blew apart at Charlotte. They're I moving there. Oh yeah. God, that is leading the race. That was cool. I would. Oh my God. The visual, like you say, Charlotte, and like I have a burnt video in my brain of Sheldon Hot Shield coming through three and four. Like it's the coolest video you could ever play. Send it to me. I, it's it. in my brain. Send it to me. <laughs> Go get one of those Elon Musk things. And can I just tell you about it real quick? I once? would love okay. for you to tell me about a so, legendary 100 champion. <laughs> I don't even know if I can talk to you. Friday right night's now. portion. <laughs> no, I'm a, hey, listen, I'm an announcer. I have to sell what it, what's happening. Here, right. Well, so. that's true. Okay. Yeah. I'll paint the picture real quick. I've already done it once on this show, but I'll do it again. And I mean, to honor Gunner sweatshirt, we got to talk about it. So I'm walking up because. Jesse's about to go out. So I'm walking up. They got this, you know, you got to stay like 20, 30 feet away from the track. What's the sunset look like? It's like 635, 640. So it's at the perfect spot to where when dust flies, it turns the dust that perfect orange. Oh, yeah. Copy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now Copy. Sheldon's got the blaze orange with the blue that sticks out like a sore thumb. Okay. He comes in wide open, mock whatever the hell it was. And blows it into three. He's almost maybe two inches off the wall. Because that's how high the track was. And I'm not kidding you. Perfect corner. through three and four. Two inches away from the wall. And as he goes around, the dust is swirling in a circular motion. And it's all blowing out to the crowd. With the orange sun through the dust. And he did it for three laps straight. Absolutely perfect every time. That's a Rembrandt. That's not just a word painting, my friend. That is a Rembrandt right there. That was beautiful. <sighs> that was beautiful. I got a tear in my eye just thinking about it. <laughs> my voice started to change <laughs> when I was telling it. <laughs> that was amazing. Yep. I can definitely see how wings would fly apart out there, though. Yeah. Like You could even watch the hoods on the late models. As they get to the corner, the hood would just start to bow. And as soon as they'd lift, it's, it was just like, poof, back up. You ever? <clears throat> no, I, I've never. <clears throat> you just did. Oh, way to go! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I make it a point. I I watch at Knoxville from the Hall of Fame suites, and I somehow finagled my way into the Brian Clausen viewing tower. It was actually in Stuart and Chevy Clausen suite, which I found that was his dogs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was in there, and I think I spent more time cleaning and thanking people. Then I did watching racing, but uh, when I got to watch there, <laughs> is that how you got in there? No, just a janitor. <laughs> no, just cleaning it up. No, AJ from the AJ from the Dingus got me in there. Oh and, boy, yeah, and uh, that guy's a riot. Oh yeah, yeah, he is an absolute riot. And uh, <clears throat> went up to the the top, uh, the roof. There we go. Wow, that's usually on top. Yeah. Yeah, and the sunset that night too was real similar to that. Oh, but and I I do paint have paint it for me, Bob. <laughs> the it, I actually have a picture of it. I don't even have to paint it. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, it was, uh, and I I posted on my Facebook page and I said, "Is this Evan? No, it's Iowa." And as I'm scrolling through my news feed, there's like 40 other people that took that picture and said that same thing. Wow! <laughs> yeah. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was, you know, like 75 degrees outside. As the sun was setting, it was that orange, you know, and the dust would kick up, oh, you man. know. Mm. 
Yeah. This therapy session brought to you by Blake Anderson and Ben Bros. <laughs> and next week's episode, we will talk about other sunsets in the local counties. Speaking of you talking like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Didn't mean for it to come off like that. Oh. Wow. I remember that day. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's a beautiful sunset that day too. So you know what they put it like on TikTok? There's like the ASMR videos or whatever. Supposed to like calm me down or whatever. Oh yes, yes. I saw a guy do a yes. a blue collar one that was pretty funny. And <laughs> oh, I did. Didn't you send that to us? He's running like a drill next to the microphone and then cracks open a bush line. <laughs> And then uh, the lawnmower. Oh, and then he's got in the background like, um, "This is my or I'm Rick Harrison, and welcome to Pond Stock." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm awesome. Chumley. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's good stuff. I should do a built to ASMR. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can do one right now. You ready? <laughs> Oh, God. You got to strum it like a guitar. David's going to hate me. I did that at Parker's uh, when we recorded for Parker, his episode. And the look you shot me was like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Don't ever do that again. I swear to God, I'm going to kick you out of your own house. That's because I was getting yelled at a lot. (laughs) A lot. <laughs> Believe me, David has literally called me and said exactly what Gunner just said. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> I believe Don't. it. I believe it. You know, Nesbitt still tells the story about when we were there for that. And he goes, I don't know what the hell those guys are doing sitting around Ben's table. Well, all I heard was because uh, remember he was watching TV but reading it on closed caption. <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah. fucking you could hear it from seven apartments across the lane. <laughs> I don't know what those guys are doing, but all of a sudden I hear Ben say, I'm a fender guy. And one of the other guys said, Yeah, we know you're a fender guy. Everybody knows you're a fender guy. <laughs> Look who's on your couch right now. You're obviously a fender guy. <laughs> That's awesome. We gotta get Tommy on. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. We need Definitely. to. He's need coming to. down April 30th. Um, he'll be in Superior. He's doing some maintenance on the bus. and Well, that's down from Canada. That's still way up for us. Well, I agree, but he'll be coming. He'll be in Fountain City, May 5th, 6th, and 7th. Is that opener? Ooh, speaking of that. That's World of Outlaws. And USMTS. And Oh, we got to go. We have to go. You want to wrap it up? Gunner's trying to wrap it up. I love when you talk about what I do. Wrap it up. You give me the whipple ball bat. You know, the little <laughs> wingy ding bang. Let's do it. All right. You guys got to follow Built to Media Co. All one word at TikTok. We got some hot videos. We're, we're pretty out. much on every social platform now. Yep, we are. Major. Major platforms all over the earth. Correct. But if you haven't seen our latest videos, they are on TikTok. We haven't shared them to Facebook yet, obviously. Uh, definitely appreciate Hunter Van Gilder. Appreciate Ben. Ben, thank you for coming in. You bet. I'll leave uh, my stuff here for next week, too. Sounds good. We'll uh, we'll have less of a break. Yeah. Well, well it wasn't a break. We just didn't have a choice because I was unable to cooperate with everyone's schedule. So. She's a little busy this time of year. Yeah. We'll be fine next week, shouldn't we? No, we'll we'll get one next week. Oh, yeah. We already got a guest line. Why are we questioning each other at everything we say right now? I'm just happy to be here. <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> it was a good podcast, boys. Yep. Fun. Let's wrap her up. Follow us. Uh, check out our new videos. Check out everything. Maybe next week we can have our favorite TikTok segment. Perhaps. That was pretty fun. Maybe we'll do that again. Play it on air. David, we need a new segment. (laughs) TikTok. (laughs) Play your favorite TikTok. All right, boys. Peace out. Let's send her out of here. Under Vader. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. A lot of fun. Thanks, all of our sponsors, all of our listeners. We out. That was always, that was anticlimactic. You got something to say? Hit up the Bell 2 Media Podcast and let them know. Like, comment, and share on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and at Bill2Media.com. Thank you, Bill 2 Media sponsors. QualityFreightRate.com, Liquid Nitro, Energy Drink, SKD, Scott King Designs, Underhill Speedway, Kick-Ass, Beef Jerky, Jiggy Signs, Harvest Racing, K1 Race Gear by Ryan Bowers, Spot On, Point of Sale, System Credit Card Processing, and PrettyPolishJunkie.com. Get your Built 2 Media Podcast fix. Get everything you want and get everything you need. At Bill2Media.com. Except for the t shirts. Figure it out. Be back next week for another exciting Bill 2 Media podcast. The Bill 2 Media 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 Media